Welcome, Welcome to, to the Electrician, Electrician Success, Podcast. Success Podcast. High performance, technical, apps and software. It's all about relationships. Customers just want to be heard the truth. You've just got to be open and honest with yourself and go, yeah, we've got a problem. I let the guys create the culture. Anything that you want to achieve is possible. You just have to break it down backwards from the goal. This episode is brought to you by the Electrician Success Academy. You go to electrical school during your apprenticeship to learn how to be an electrician technically, but they don't teach you the skills you need to succeed in the electrical industry as an electrician and as a business owner. That's where the Electrician Success Academy comes in because we teach skills like customer service, business operation hacks, sales and marketing, work-life balance, finances, productivity and more. All of these skills are applicable to any electrician and any business owner anywhere in the world. If you are looking to take your trade and your business to the next level, we recommend that you sign up as a community member and be motivated by the high performance electricians in that group. This is called social learning. This is where we all teach each other something. As a community member, you have direct contact and can ask questions to any one of the interviewees that you hear on this podcast. You can talk directly with me, Greg Allen, and you can talk directly with Kirk or anyone else that's on the podcast. And you can interact with other high-performance electricians from around the world and get little tips and tricks that you might not have thought about in your local area. And that's what this is all about. We're trying to share high-performance information with the entire world so that we can all lift each other's standards and be more successful in the electrical industry. So if you're interested in signing up to that, go ahead to the electricians-success-academy.com and sign up as a community member. And if you want to further your learning after that, and once you see what it's all about, then you can sign up to additional electrical courses on there as well. I welcome you just to go and check it out because we would love to have you on board as a community member. If you need to get in touch with me for whatever reason, just shoot me an email at support at electricians-success.com. But anyway, let's get stuck into this episode. We hope you enjoy it and you get a lot of value out of it. Have a super day out there. Talk to you soon. Hey, Shane Lachlan from Brislect. How are you doing? Hey, mate. Hello again. How are you? Yeah, really, really good, man. Really excited about today's topic. We're going to be talking about the electrician's attitude in the electrical industry at the moment. Um, one, yeah. for electricians to help them understand what an employer is looking for. And two, for employers on strategies to ensure that you hire the right people, but also what challenges you're going to face if you don't and how that's going yeah. to affect your culture at work. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're really good, passionate good be- about this topic, eh? Definitely, mate. Good to be on board with this one again with you as well because it's... um. Yeah, definitely something very close to 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 our heart here at Brislek that we want to see getting better and improving all the time. So, um, yeah, we, we've got some things to share without a doubt and some experiences to share. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully not just employers but some employees might be able to get something out of today. It'll be really yeah, fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's going, to be, it's going to be a good one. So, um, so let's kick it off with a couple of stories because I'm sure we've both got some stories being in business both about 10 years um, and you know, tell us about one of one of your experiences with uh, an electrician that's applied or worked for you, that's you know caused some issues for you. Yeah, mate. Look, I 
I've yeah, definitely got a lot of ex- lot of experiences, good and bad. Um, and we, as we've said before, mate, I like to take ownership on what we might be doing wrong within the company yeah. um, and hiring the wrong person right from the start as well. And we went through a period of time, without a doubt, of of employing the wrong people because we didn't have systems in place to actually employ the right people. So um, I would have good guys working for me, and then you would bring someone into the company that would that would infect the company mm. culture because I didn't, you know, have a process in place, or we hired really quickly because we had a job that had just come up really quickly, and we needed to hire quickly. So there was nothing in place to hire the right people and yep. um not until i started to get through my business career mate did i actually realize how um cancerous that can actually be to your company in so many ways and um i think over the time mate, as you were saying before over time you just get better with um with employing the right people but um you know case in point mate I- i've employed exactly for that reason you employ someone really quickly um, because you've had a job that's just started and you just got to hire someone. Um, and it sometimes, mate, I was hiring people without even having a sit-down meeting with them. I'd just hire them off a phone interview because we were just that busy at yep. the time. Um, Start the guys coming on. <laughs> yeah, exactly right, exactly right. And often those ones that are available just like that are the ones that are the worst ones, you know, mm. because, you know, often they, they haven't got a job for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've just gone and employed them for, for, you know, whatever reason that it was you needed them. But, um, yeah, mate, all the, all the things that I've had go wrong, you know, I'm sure you've had the same thing, but the, probably the worst thing is that when they get onto site, um, and they start to bring a culture from another company that they've left or, or they've got, you know, fired from or made redundant from, and they're starting to bring that culture into your company. Yeah. Um, the worst thing I can I feel that happens is that my current guys lose respect. Not now. I'm talking in the past. Mm. Um, my car, my guys working for me at that time lose respect for me because I've hired that person. So the responsibility is on me. So if that person's not the right fit and they're not working hard enough or they just didn't show up, um, I've had that before. A guy started in his first day. He rang in sick on his first oh. day. you know just way back in the day mate but you know some of the processes we're going to talk about today i I implement daily um Mm -hmm. and also when i'm looking for someone we're always looking and hiring here at brislex so um we're just um putting seeds out there for the right people all the time so uh we don't have it happen anymore but it is cancerous within your company if you get Mm -hmm. the wrong person working for you you good guys that are with you um, certainly judge you based on that person you've just employed, whether you needed them quickly or not. Yeah, it's almost if you hire that person, you're sort of saying, hey, this guy's like you guys. And then when yeah. they don't relate to them, that's like, hold on, wait, are you offending yeah. me? Like, yep. So yeah. so it's really, really they important to yeah. They really do take offense. And as would we as well, yeah. you know, if you, you're on a job site and you say there's this new guy helping out tomorrow and he gets there and he's and he's a you know, a liability um to the job, um, you know, it just culture just goes down. You work so much on culture all the time, it just it's just not good. It's not yeah. good. Yeah, definitely. So what's a specific example that you've had in your business where it just hasn't worked out? Job sites, mate. Um, I've had a, a job site where I've had eight or nine guys on a site, um, and we're doing an office fit out. 
um, and, a, and a new guy will come in and he'll be really good for that first two weeks. You know, there's that period where he's really good and I'm not going to name names, but they're really good. They come into the company and they're doing everything really, really well. And then um, he just started to have sick days and mm. he'd start to come in just five minutes late yep. or he was already packed up, ready to go by 10 minutes to three if they're finishing at three, yeah. you know, and all these little things that just start to filter in um, to the culture of the company that, um, you know, that don't fit what you're trying to do, you know, yeah. what the mold that you've got. So not just on site, but when it comes to um, handing in a timesheet or a job card or just doing the administrational things right, um, all those little things help because then you're not spending time in the office trying to chase these people all the time. Um, and it's, and it does, it just, it's cancerous within the whole company, not just on site. Um, and then, uh, that guy, the same guy didn't last with us too long, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and he, he went to the, the company that we we're doing the job for, he left and then went and worked for a new company as a, um, as a, as a project manager and then went back to the owner of the company we were doing a job for and tried to take work off us uh, um, as a project manager for the other company. Yeah, right. So, you know, so there's no respect there at all for yep. what, who we are, what we're trying to do. And, yeah. um, mate, you know, it just whether that person's there for two weeks or three weeks or six months, um, it's, it's about figuring it out early. And yep. the earlier you can make that um, assumption on, or, or no, the, determine exactly who that person is, um, the better. And now what we try and do is do it before they even start. And cool. that's what I think we'll go over today. Yeah, is we'll, a lot of the we'll things that you can do a bit later. to avoid these problems. Yeah. Yeah. I think a couple of examples that we've had at, at Response Electricians is we've had two which were really prominent, and probably you guys could relate to this, is one wasn't an experienced electrician. He came to us, he interviewed really well, he was really courteous to your face um, and he had a big long uh, job history in the same sort of field that we were looking for electricians at the time. So interviewed really well, um, we didn't have a real good process like we do now to, to find out personality um, but you know from that five minute to 30 minute sort of period where a lot of employers now are uh, reactively hiring and you go you have yep. to make a split decision all right yeah we need someone I'm going to hire them and it's yep. that attitude which has caused a lot of problems for us so watch yep. out for doing that and we're going to talk about that later so anyway yep. this one he went off and he you know you put him in the van get out to the job starting to do work and all of a sudden you're getting this feedback from customers like who is that guy he was so yep. rude like and you're like what he's how is how could he be rude maybe it's something yeah something else going on because he was so courteous and polite to us as yep. an employer yep. and the managers and, and that. So we're both like, really, is this actually happening? And so almost a split personality where yep. we could have picked up on that through a proper interview process. So I'm looking Correct. forward to getting into that. The other one yep. was a, a tradesman fresh out of his time and he would we go, okay, I just want to let you know that you can call us at any time. We're here to help. And you know me, like I'm, I love to coach. Yeah. My manager Kirk loves to coach. We're really, yeah. really proactive in educating our team. But then, for some reason, he went off and didn't know what he was doing, which is fine. But then the problem came when they didn't call. 
they try to do it and did it wrong and then try to yep. hide it up. And try yep. to hide it up because if you're not confident in what you're doing, that's fine. Like an employer wants to see you asking them for yep. advice and help because there's nothing more yep. rewarding than helping someone else. And so yep. when you resist that to, to make you like appearing like you're uh, not good enough to your employer is not the problem. It's that yep. you're not contacting them to, to be yep. educated by them. So, yep. Yep. so yep. there's two examples that we've had which left us in real, real dire straits. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Ability to communicate, mate. Mm. Just communicate on all levels is yep. um, is is huge for you know us as an employer um, because we're communicating with the client so much. Mm. So if there's a if there's a chink in our armor or or a missing link in our chain of what we're doing, yep. um, of of someone that's not communicating back to us the problem that they may have on site, yep. then we can't then communicate that to the client, and then often the client sees them on site and talks to them on site before we get a chance to actually diffuse the situation or or just explain to them what the variation may be on the job or mm. why we're late or it's going to take longer, whatever it may be. Um, if we're not communicated to, then we can't communicate back out. So um, it's super important that, yeah. that people do know that they've got to be able to communicate first and foremost. And um, we're in an industry where not everyone knows everything. So it's not just like painting and you just paint the wall one color or another color. We've got so many variables in what we do in a day that people need to be able to communicate. Like you're saying, if you've got a problem, you've got to be able to talk and 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 um, not let pride get in the way. I think that that's a, that's a little topic as well, mate, is the yeah. pride from yep. people thinking that I should know this. But... And I've, I've also got guys that have done a job before, but they just like to talk about it to refresh their brain with it. It's like having another person standing there with you just to just to run over it, you yeah. know, like, and just talk it out. Um, yep. it's, a, it's, a big, it's a big thing. So yeah, definitely. I, I think that's what an employer is definitely looking for in, a, in an interview. Yeah, I think if you as an electrician can show vulnerability like that is a really precious thing that so many electricians mm. are lacking and it's such a mm. ego driven issue and it's okay yeah. to ask yeah. for help and yeah. do you know what Pete you like from me as an employer I will like the electrician that, that calls me more often and communicates what they're struggling with and you know I'll get a better connection with them than anyone else that's a highly skilled electrician in my team Yep. The person that's yep. constantly calling me, can you help me with this? I know you you know this and you'll be able to help me. I'll start to build a better relationship with them and I'll value yep. that person more than the most skilled electrician if they never call me and talk to me. Yeah. So yep. it's, Correct. it's all about relationships. And in order to have a good relationship, you need to show your vulnerability when you don't understand something or if you're struggling with something. Yeah, mate. Yep. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Cool. Yep. So let's talk about what does it look like when you do set up a solid culture without people who are, uh, let's just say, carcinogenic. But the reason I'm using that word is because when you bring that sort of person into your culture, the other electricians and the other people in your team will start to pick up on those bad trends faster than they pick up on good trends. 
So yeah, correct. It's like the negative feedback thing. So if you if you get negative feedback from a customer, it's worth ten times a good feedback. It's the same yep. thing when you get a if you put a, a person in your team who's yep. not fitting into your culture, everyone will come down to their standard ten times faster than he will or she will come up to their standard, which is the good standard yep. that you want. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk yeah. about it's how does it look like in Grizzly. Yeah. Now that you've got it how does right it look, or better. How does it look like um, in an interview process or how does it look like once we've hired them and when we get it right, you know? When you got it um, right, yeah. The culture now that yeah. you've created, because you have a, a process in place that eliminates people that are coming in that don't fit your culture. Yeah, yeah. So if I've hired someone and when you know it, when you know you've got it right is in that interview process when it feels like the guards have come down, you know, their guard and your guard and you can have that conversation with someone. Yeah. And and I push for that in an interview process. Once we've gone through all of the steps to get to the point where we're face to face, I'm throwing in curveball questions to try and make the conversation a little bit left of center than just a straightforward questionnaire, you know, interview where they're going to know the answer to every single thing that you ask and they've they they know exactly what they're going to say yeah i try and throw curveball questions in there to them to see how they react to something what their sense of humor is like how they can communicate to yep. me on a one-to-one -one basis and i try and put myself in a position of thinking like as if i'm a client mm -hmm. and i'm just talking to them and trying to find out and get them to explain something to me curveball questions can simply be you showing interest in what they got up to on the weekend. You've never met the person before and you don't know anything about them and you're showing real interest in what they did on the weekend. Yeah. And then they'll tell you, I did this, I went and did this and we did this. And then there's another opportunity for a question. Oh yeah, is that what you're into? Hey, do you do that much? Or, you know, is that with your partner or, you know, all these little questions and you can get a conversation going with them. As the sooner I can get them to drop their guard, the better and yeah. then we're one-on-one -on -one. and if i can't get them to drop that guard it's a real sign that we're yep. going to have issues down the track absolutely so my my ideal is that i've gone through all the per all the processes and if i'm sitting in front of that person and i'm interviewing them they've got a pretty good chance of getting the job because i've already filtered a fair, fair few things out to get to that process yeah. Um, so my comfortable spot is when we get to that point where I'm, I feel like I'm having a conversation like I am with you and, and we can just have a chat that feels good to me. Yeah. If I've employed them and they're in a part of the company, I'm my, my I think the best way is to ask your guys that work for you. Hey, have you met Jacob yet? What did you think? Seems like a pretty good guy. I like yeah. him. You yeah. know, they'll give you the best opinion out of anyone, that mm -hmm. I, I think, because they all are sort of comparing each other to each other in that first, you know, week or two, yeah. Um, and they're really trying to figure out who, you know, what experience they've got. Are they better than me? Are they smarter than me? Are they quicker than me? Whatever, mm -hmm. they're trying to figure it out really quickly. So I think that um, it's important to ask your staff members over that first two to three week period, how have we gone? How yeah. is he going? Yeah, and and get that feedback, and also your client. So my moment of knowing I'm um, this person I can work with whether their skill level is high or low is that everyone gets along with them on many levels and we've got different personalities through the through the company if everyone's getting along then that's a really good sign 
Yeah. I think you've got to work on those things and, 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 and mold that person into the culture of what you've got here. And if yep. there's a little bit of a chink in that, you need to get onto that really quickly. Yeah, so we've got a similar experience with our, our company as well where we've hired those people and it's actually brought down the standard of everyone else. And yep. you're sitting back going, oh my God, what is happening? Um, not understanding and I think really important thing to be measuring is your productivity of your team because mm. you can see when you hire the wrong person that the standard and the productivity of everyone drops when you've got mm. a person that is um, not a good person. That's pretty much it. You know, yeah. And, um, yeah. and what we're looking for as an employer is, and we hire, I hire as, is this person, could this person be my friend? That's yeah. how I hire. Yeah. And yeah. when I'm sitting down with them, I am so open and laid back and I want to be talking one-on-one -on -one to them as a person, not as this old corporate style across yeah. the board yeah. table um, mentality. Getting to that level, finding that level and, and seeing if there is even a level yeah. of of communication between the two of you because let's get let's be real like you're going to speak to this person possibly four or five times a day minimum yeah for five days a week yeah every week yeah <laughs> so yeah. if you can't communicate with each other then like what what, what do we got you know yeah. like that that's like number one the problem on whether they've got the skill set or they've they've got an experience in one area or not in another area or whatever is is like the second tier to the interview process um, in my eyes anyway. Yeah. Like I, I need to know whether I'm going to actually get along with this person first and yep. then we figure out, okay, what, where does your experience level lie and, and, and where are you at and, yeah. um, and start to then hone in on what experiences have you got um, in the area that we're looking to hire. Can you tell us the in order of priority what you look for at Brizlec when you when you're employing someone and within yep. your own team what is your what do you want to see from your team above everything else and and just prioritize it for us Yeah from people that are actually working for us already is that what yeah, you mean Yeah plus people that are coming into the interview what are you looking what is your culture like what do you, what do you value yep. the most throughout your culture yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, mate, communication, and not just because we're talking about it now. Communication on on every level um, is someone who's got the ability to communicate is tick number one. I will look at that before and get that out of the way before I even look at the experience that the person may have, and they might have twenty five years of experience in a service vehicle, and their resume just reads perfectly for the exact sort of person I want. But if I can't talk to them, like, what, what have we got? We've got nothing. Yeah. So communication is really, really big to us. Yeah. Um, honesty, and, and we touched on that before as well, honesty on whether I um, whether they have experience in a certain area or not. And I've had – we do data and electrical here, right? So I quite often get guys that have got good electrical experience, but they haven't done much data. and. Mm -hmm they that's definitely an area where they go yeah i've done data but done data what does yeah, that mean versus like being fully competent two, two months of it on a job site where you yeah. pulled in 700 cables and fit them off on the field end but not in the patch panel you yeah. know like that's what they may see as yeah, i've done data because they just go oh it's just blue cable it's all yeah. the same yeah. doesn't matter mm. but um i'm i'm 
asking and probing for a question beyond that of give me some experiences of jobs that you've done within that area, you know? So I'm looking for honesty on have you done it or not done it and, and give me that right at the start. So I'll figure out whether they're telling the truth or not in an interview process pretty mm-hmm. quickly and what sort of morals that they've got as a human to, to tell the truth on yep. what they have got experience or not got experience in. Um, and the, the loyalty to the company is a big one for me, mate. And I, and I never used to cover this base very much, but when I had a couple of guys that have left me and then tried to make themselves look better at another company by trying to come to my clients and, and steal clients and stuff like that. Yeah. Loyalty. So these are all the basic things that you would want out of a friendship with someone, you know, Mm. communication, honesty and loyalty, all these things tick the right boxes for us. Hold on, Um, mate. So I didn't see electrical skills in there once. Not once. Of your top three, (laughs) electrical skills isn't in the top three of your business. Nope. No, nope. do you know what? Because Your, old those three things are the exact same three things that we look for in our electricians yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, and it's not just you and me, mate. And this isn't pre, you know, like we haven't rehearsed this or anything. Like this is this is what most employers are looking for these days. Yeah, is, is are these items? Yeah, and um, then we go and figure out where the experience level lies and where we can slot you into the company or where we need to train you or not train you, you know? Yeah. Um, Do you know why that's yeah. important? The, it's why, why it's important is, and the reason why we as employers hire people on those three things is because if you aren't skilled in a certain area, you will be the type of person that would ask. And that's yep. the reason if you can show, and what's another really interesting thing is at the academy, it's really interesting that the electrical workers that sign up and they, they're going through our course don't watch communication videos. It's the most <laughs> important thing. And yeah, right. they'll, they'll watch all the technical videos and skip the communication ones and customer service ones. I'll tell you right now, yeah, electrical workers and sole traders, you need to understand that customer service and communication is the most important thing that an yep. employer is looking for and your customer is looking for as well. And yep. the employer yep. is looking for that because your customer is looking for that as well. Just as a small, like a small example, I've had a guy just start for me in the last week and I've gone through all this process with him. Um, he has struggled to find a job because no one wanted to put him on as, a, um, as part-time or casual, right? Yep. So um, I've been open to the conversation with him. He came from someone who had given – him a Facebook link that we were looking for someone and he said look I'm just going to try out I'm going to call up and speak to Shane and just try and um, so we were looking for a full-time tradesman but he just wants Monday off every week because he's doing a university degree and it's for the next three years and he and he wants to work full-time wants to learn wants to do everything and he's perfect for the job but he just can't work Mondays because every Monday is uni day right yeah so um, we've gone through the whole process and he's great. He's gone really good yeah. and his communication level's high. And um, throughout the interview process, he said, look, I don't have much strength in this area, but I really want to learn more in that area. And I'm actually booked in to go and do a course in this area already. Oh, good. Cool. That's really good stuff. Yeah. But he was on a job for me just the other day and it was to replace 26 downlights 
and a whole heap of other things. He's there for two days doing a, a big job. And the client had said, look, oh, they all look good, but I just want one more here. And it was, I wasn't there at the time. And he's just taken it upon himself to go and send me a quick text message to say, the clients just asked me for one more downlight. So when you're picking up that other gear to bring to me tomorrow morning, you might want to bring one more downlight with you yeah. and speak to him about it. Cool. Being proactive. Yeah. I, can't, I can't tell you how much that means to us as a manager or <laughs> as an owner of a company because yeah. if we go and do all that and then we get this delivery of all this gear and then he says, oh, yeah, he also said that he wanted one more downlight. Yeah. How frustrating that is. Oh, man. As like time and time wasting that yep. is to say you could have told me you know yep. and it's just a text message so i didn't have to tell him or teach him that's just ingrained in him to go oh i probably should think about that because shane will probably want to bring that out when he comes out yeah. so that is my moments you know they're, they're, we're talking about moments before when you know that you've got the right person working for you they're the sort of moments that you're looking for all the time yep. and again yep. it's got nothing to do with skill set experience right. or anything that's right. It's got to do with the, the eagerness and and the 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 willingness to communicate and be a part of a team, you know? Yeah. Yeah, if electricians yeah. listening to this can take away one thing, it's to go away and start learning to be a better communicator. Mm. If you can yep. learn that, and one of my favorite books is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. If you can get the audio book and listen to that while you're driving around, that will set you up to be able to communicate with people 100%. and it will make you understand that you need to drop the ego. It was written a long time ago, but it's worth listening to it because you watch your whole yep. life change when you do that. Your whole day will yeah. change. Your whole week 100%. will change. Everything will change. Relationships at home, yep. everything. So yep. that's yep. really important. As before we get into the steps, I just want to give an example of um, the culture at response now that we've got a really unique way to... Yep hire our electricians we're able to with with the right culture now we don't have anyone that doesn't fit and it's a it's such an amazing thing to watch because you you've got your whole team whereas before as the manager constantly trying to come on guys come on guys you know lift your game lift your game hey you do that hey you do that now the team lifts itself and with within the culture they're all talking to each other, they're all growing off each other and they bounce upwards versus putting one of those other people that doesn't fit the culture in pulling everyone down. Mm. It's a really cool thing to see. And that's why we want to share this with you today from two business owners' experiences so that everyone can start to understand it's not about being a highly skilled electrician, it's about being a good communicator and a good person. And the faster you can be that to your employer and to your customers, the faster you're going to succeed in the electrical industry. I promise you that. 100%. Definitely. Small or large, mate. Look, we've got medium to, you know, small to medium-sized companies for yourself and I, but this same this same culture and morals and all the rest of it that we're talking about is in big companies too. Oh, so yeah. if you're working on a multi-story, you know, high-rise and there's 60 other electricians that are working with you on that job and it goes for three years, all of these things matter. They're exactly the same on a big big company culture as well. And, yep. um, and, and you know, we all know that those jobs, they finish and people either stay with the company or they get let go of the company and the job might finish and there may not be enough work for 40 guys. I can guarantee that the type of guys that's 
that keep their job are the ones that are high in this area. Yeah, and, good and communicators. A, yep. Correct. If they're just a number, then they'll be one of the 40 that get let go. Yeah. And, and, and that is just the reality of it because they obviously see potential in the people that are communicating and yep. that make the job flow easily. And they've mm. got potential to be a leading hand or a, or a foreman or whatever it may be. So they're going to want to hold on to those people, you know. Yep. From the get-go, the employer is always thinking, who's going to be the next one? Who's going to be that next person that I'm like, you need to be working with me? Um, and yep. if you want to be that person and if you want to continuously grow, you need to open yourself up and start being a better communicator. And if you don't understand, ask. All right, Correct. cool. Let's get into the juice of this conversation. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about both Brislec and Response Electricians, our yep. methods to hiring super magnificent electricians. Yep, yep, yep. Cool. Who's going first, mate? You go you first. You go. Tell me. <laughs> tell me. Tell me mate, your process. For, for us, it starts right at the beginning. So if we're focusing a little bit more on the employer side of things at the moment. Um, but, you know, employees could pick up a little bit from this as well because um, more and more people that I speak to as employers, um, whether it be in the electrical game or not, but just in the trade industry in general, yeah. um, is to set a precedent early for what you want working for your company. So what I mean by that is that when I put a job application out there, um, if I have to use Seek or if I'm putting it out on social media or whatever it may be, I've put some hoops out there for people to jump through. And unless they jump through those hoops, we don't get to a phone interview. Yep. And then we don't get to a sit-down interview unless we've passed a phone interview. So yep. an example of, of that and what I'm talking about is that your ad would have in it or your, your um, seek ad or where, whatever you may you know put your funnel out there to try and actually find this work, um, you would put out there to say that you're looking for someone in all these areas and then at the bottom of it to make sure that they've actually read the whole uh, part of your your ad is that they must send an email to x address with your resume and a cover letter and they must also follow up on the same day that they've sent that in with a phone call to this phone number and ask for x awesome if they can't jump through that hoop then immediately you know that they're not reading, they're not listening, and they can't follow through on a simple task. Yeah. And we won't even look at the resume. We won't even get to a phone interview unless we've done that. So um, for me, they all go through to our administration, and then I will. That, they'll get the resumes of the people that have actually done that, and then they'll present those to say these are the people that have followed the the rules of what we're yeah. looking for here. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go to a phone interview of calling them and speaking with them. So that's number one is to in, set the precedent earlier what you expect. In that process alone, how much time do you save in terms of skimming through resumes? Shitloads. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good value. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, mate. Yeah. Especially like we try and avoid seek. I'll be honest. We try and avoid putting anything on seek at all, um, and we advertise through social all the time. And I'll get to the you know one of my other points here on 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 setting it out there and where to put it. But um, 
when we're when we're getting it out there, we're we're making people understand that we've got a precedent that we like to set right from the beginning, and that is that you need to be able to communicate and follow through with, you know, a task. Yeah. It's, it's really it's really a simple step, and it'll save you lots of time. If you put an ad on Seek right now, I guarantee, well, in Brisbane, you'll get maybe sixty to a hundred resumes in the next twenty four hours. Yeah, that, and that's have just fun running through all them. <laughs> exactly right. So, yeah. um, and 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 we can narrow that down to less than ten that will actually call. That's just the reality of it. So, what a point of difference to make if you actually just follow through, right? Yeah, it's pretty pretty easy. And what is the do. likelihood you're going to find the right person in that one ad in 24 hours? You know, the right person looking at that ad at the right time within 24 hours. Because after 24 hours, do you know what happens to that ad on Seek? It's on the second page, and then yep, twenty four hours later, it's on the third page, and it's gone. Yep, yep, yep. So 100%. it's like yeah. you've got a window of opportunity, and if that right person for your business isn't there at that time, yep, you don't get them. Yeah, hundred percent. You've got you know that two days of of it being out there to mm. really just you know find the cream that's out there, and sadly, and this is the frustrating part as an employer, you hundred hundred resumes and you only get less than 10 that actually follow through. Um, the, you've got another hoop that you might put out to them to jump through, they may not. So then you're narrowing that down to like and two or three that, people yeah, or within 100. Mm. It's a really sad statistic, <laughs> yeah. to be honest, and, and a part of what our passion is in making that better. You know, they're trying to educate people on what, you know, what we need to set as a precedent to all of our businesses moving mm-hmm. forward, you know. Yeah, I really do. I, you know, I think that we could all step up in this in this area, yeah. without a doubt. Sure. And so, what's the next step after that? So you've got you've got your yeah yeah expectations so in a phone in a phone interview. I treat the phone interview as the actual interview. So when we get to a face to face interview, I'm asking exactly the same questions as I did in the phone interview. So I'm treating a phone interview like the main interview and trying to break down the person a little bit and talk to them as if I'm just talking to someone, you know, just talking to a mate, you know, and then just really trying to get on that level of where are we at and, mm. and have a good conversation with them and yeah. have a, have a good 10 minute conversation with them about everything and where they're at, what, why, what brings them to looking for a job. Um, all the normal questions that you should have set as your criteria. And that is an important thing is to have a list of things that you ask you are asking so you, so you can come back on topic and ask a, a really important question with them um, yep. I think that's important to follow um, so following on from a phone interview I'll organize a meeting with them um, sometimes they're working for someone else still so I've got to be respectful of, of that um, that's just the nature of it you can't do anything about that that's just the way it is yeah um, so I'll put a random time for them to come and meet me because I'm in the office until six o'clock or something like that most days and I'm here very early. So come in and see me early or late and have, let's have a phone interview. And come uh, in between 3.30 face- and 9.30, 3.30 a.m. and 9.30 p.m. I'll be here. Yeah, <laughs> guaranteed. Um, so when we're having a, a face-to-face interview, it, again, it's just the – it's just all the same questions and trying to get on and find that find that actual level. But I'll give them examples, and I think this is a very important point, is to give them examples of what we're doing right now as a company, today, tomorrow, what the next week's booked out jobs are, so they can get a really good example of 
what you're doing as a company because your website or your social media page or whatever may be showing that what you've done in the last three years, but what are you doing right now as a company and give them job examples. Yeah. I really do get them involved in that and I might print them a job card of a guy that's working for us and go, this is traditional of how we set them out. This is a job card that's come back from someone and this is what it looks like and set the precedent. You know, this mm -hmm. is what we're looking for so that they can expect that. That recent guy that we hired, I narrowed it down to four guys and one of the guys in that process I thought was actually one of the leading guys. But when I started showing him job cards and showing him this is what we expect, this is when we expect it, all those things, I could see his eyes rolling, you know, like he was starting to freak out at the amount yeah. of, well, you know, <laughs> accountability really to to finish the job and then you want me to do this and you want me to do that. Um, he passed all, everything until we got to that point. So yep. I think it's important to show him this is what the guys are doing now and this is these are the guys that are working for me and how good of a job they're doing and really talk that up and 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 give the examples that i think that's a really important important point yeah cool and then after that so you've broken it all the way down to the in-person interview uh, and then from that point you you decide if whether or not you want to hire them yep get your contract get a contract between the two of you again yep. set that early um back in the day i would lag on that a little bit i don't know why we would just lag on getting the contract to them once it's happened and i think it was mainly because we were just so just rushing through the process yeah. you needed them to start really quickly um but get your contract um have your contract ready to go have it reviewed add things into it constantly have your contracts for your company and, and what your holy grail your bible of your company is ready to go for mm. anyone that comes and works for you. Um, our contract is is a contract or, or that we've all got, but I've also gone and added every single policy that the company has. There's like 38 policies there, and I've, I've got them all in the contract as well, and I make yeah. them read and sign every single one of those policies so that they understand that this is what it is, you know? Yeah. Again, we're setting a precedent early, you know, yeah. we're letting them know this is how it is, you know? Yeah. So it, it sounds you know, like, shit, that's really strict, that's really, you know, procedural, and it can turn people away, and it can, and that's exactly what we're trying that's to what do. what you want to do, yeah. Is to weed out those people that just don't like accountability, they don't yep. like paperwork, you know? They like being a sparky, but they don't like paperwork. Mm. And in these day, this day and age, mate, you just can't be a sparky without knowing how to follow through with paperwork properly. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Make, and writing stuff down. Like, it, it's crazy to think that you're not going to come across that to be a good sparky yeah you know? if if you want to work for a high performance company who's expect expecting high results yes. the most unattractive thing is an electrician that just wants to go to work and and do their job and Correct. not have to talk not have to write properly not put capital yeah. letters at the start of their sentences all this basic stuff which yeah. is you learn in school it's important stuff yeah. and, and that's the stuff that we really want to see in that interview process as well it, it matters mate it definitely does and and as an employee for those employees that are that are watching ask for that contract you know like push to get that contract yep between the two of you so that you know how 
disciplined and serious the company you to work for actually is about these things. You want a company that has the ability to be able to produce a contract quick or mm. produce, you know, the administrational system in place. That's a good company you're going to be working for because you're not going to have any dramas with that side of things, you know? Yeah. Electricians that can go into an interview and then interview the employer in the interview will win. They're the ones that's like, this person yep. knows what they want. They're yep. asking me if we are the right company for them. And it should be. You need to know if, and I don't let people join response if they don't 100% want to be here at the yep. interview process, which yep. I'm going to share in a minute. And if they don't want to be there, then that's a no deal. Like, it's, yep. it's just not going to yep. happen. Confidence. Uh, I, I forgot to touch on it. Back, Rewinding back to that point where we have that first phone interview, um, it is super important that I ask that person, what do you know about Brislec? Oh, yeah. What do so you, important. So what made you apply for Brislec? And that's an early question in that conversation because it doesn't go much further than that if they don't know anything about who we are. And I'll Give us an example. Because I've, narrowed, because I've narrowed them down. Um, one of the one of the guys that we had a phone interview with here that I narrowed down recently, and I said, "So, what do you know about um, Brislek, and, and where where did you find out about us?" And he said, "Oh, someone had flicked on a link that you were looking for someone, and so on and so on." So they've li linked them through Facebook. That hey, this company, I know this guy that knows this guy, and he's looking for someone. So he's applied, gone through the right things, and I've actually got to a phone interview. And then one of the first question in the phone interview is, cool, so what do you know about us and, and, and what made you apply for the for the job? Through Facebook, he's found out about us, but he hasn't gone onto our Facebook page and at least looked at our daily updates of what we do yeah. and hasn't jumped on our website. He openly, <laughs> the honesty part came out in him and he openly said to me, oh, look, I really don't know oh, much my God. about what you guys actually do. And it's like, it's an immediate like no you know yeah, like, guys it's like you, you got to know who you're working for like and want to gonna, work for someone yeah. that fits into your beliefs and values it's like so if you what do you believe in three years yeah. like why wouldn't you look into who you're going to be working is for? this where i want to work <laughs> do i like yeah. what this company represents there are a few yeah. questions you should ask yourself. basics basics yeah. minimum minimum yeah cool yeah. all right what i'm going to do is just go over to our process at response um, yep. So what I'm going to do is just open up the the screen here. So at response, what we do is we we run, and I know you do this too, Shane, is constant advertising for new electricians. Yep. You were saying that before the thing. So you do this as well. It's not yep. just waiting for the time, oh, we really need an electrician. We need to hire yep. someone. Quick, add on seek. And then all yeah, of a sudden, yeah, yeah. oh, 100 interviews coming. Oh, all right, so I was going to sift through this. All right, choose that yep. guy. All right, cool, he's on. That's how you're going to end up with the wrong person. So, you, and like I was saying before, you've got, you don't allow just a 24-hour period to find the right person for your company because out of those 100 people that you've, you've got from Seek, probably 100 of them or 99 of them haven't looked at your website like you are saying, yep. Shane, as well. Yep. So, yep. They're, they're probably not even looked at who you are as a company. They've gone, Seek's gone, do you want to apply to these 10 companies? Yes, yep. send. Yep. And we get these yep. interviews, uh, sorry, resumes coming through with no, um, with um, dear sir, madam, yeah. <laughs> no personalization yeah. whatsoever. And yep. you're just like, delete. That's delete. what happens. I'll delete. tell you what. Delete. Yeah. Yeah. What you're about so, to talk about now and allude to is probably the most important part of this 
whole video, I reckon. Yeah. I, I was saving it as my holy grail at the end, but you've taken it. It's uh, good. Do it. Run with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because it is. I just want to get that out there that this yeah. is like the biggest key for the employer and what they should be doing moving forward. The like, reason it's so key. important is because you need to give people time to learn about your company. So if this is where social media comes in. You need to be regularly posting what you do as a company so yep. other people go, hey, I want to work for that company. So when you know you remarket to these electricians using advertising on Facebook, people, electricians who have visited your website, you can do that on Facebook. Yep. And so yep. all of a sudden, they've been to your website for something else. They've been stalking you, which is a good thing. And then... Yep. You know, they they go. Oh, I want to work for that company. That's really cool. Yep. So yep. when the the ad comes out, they're like, "Cool, here's my opportunity. I want to get in." Uh, yep. But you're constantly running that ad. So yep. here's your opportunity. Is always, but you're waiting for the right person who's going to come to you and go, "I really, really want to work for your company. I've looked over every yep. single page, and I believe in everything you believe in, and I want to be a part of your culture." That's yep. who you want to hire. So that's step one because as soon as you get those people coming in on a regular basis, you've got those people that want to work for your company applying. Now, you don't yep. have to hire them. You just say, look, we don't have a position at the moment. You go through the whole interviewing process and you say, you, are, you have been shortlisted. We're going to let you know when we've got a job. And yep. then you've got a big bulk of people that can come in. And so, build, a, build a database. And yeah. mate, once once you're done going over that, I've got some a couple of perfect examples of this for the employer um, awesome. that, that we'll go into as well, mate, because I'm this is like the best area. Yeah, yeah awesome. cool. Awesome. All right, sweet. So what we do from then is from that ad on Facebook, we want to be driving people to an application page. So I'll just show you our page. So careers. Now from here, are you looking for an electrical job in Perth? This is the, the page that everyone goes to. It starts with a video of me explaining, you know, this is who we are as a company. If you want to be a part yep. of us, follow this process. And everything, you know, it's really wordy. People don't like to read words. So I yep. say all that in the video. So all yep. I have to do is watch yep. the video. Yep. And then, so, but they can if they want. If they don't, if they, you know, don't have the time to watch the video, they can scroll through and read this, which pretty yep. much says everything in the video. We've got a video on who we are. Yep. We've got links to other pages. And then it says five things that you'll need to be passionate about before applying to the, an electrical job with response. So it's five things. And then after that, if your answer is yes to these questions, we'd love for you to apply for the position. Now, it goes into how to apply. And like you were saying, Shane, this is how to apply is <laughs> if they don't follow this, we'll delete your resume every yep. single time. Deleted. Yep. Not even replied. Deleted. So Jump through the hoop. I'm yeah. not even, even going to waste my time reading your resume if you haven't followed a simple instruction, which is in, yep. in the application process. And so, don't, with that, don't think maybe I'm missing out on someone who was just having a bad day and they missed it. Like, if they don't do that, it's an immediate, oh. like, your first impressions count. and that, Can't follow instructions. Like, don't just give them a chance. Delete it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you go out and do this job at 8 o'clock? And I'll, it'll be there till 9. Whoops, I forgot. I slept in. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you've got to follow yeah. instructions. And this is where you want to, like you said, 
you were saying you've got that the expectations. We mm. we've, we call it a challenge. You set the same exactly the same thing. Yep. You set a challenge that you expect this person to do, and if they don't do it, then they're not worthy of the position. That's it. Yep. Full stop. So yep. the one thing we ask them to do is film a video of yourself so we can get to know you. So this is this cuts out the phone interview part of it because from the video yep. we get to see are they confident can they talk into a camera um, what is what are they like as a person and we ask them to film I'm just going to read this to you film a video of yourself so we can get to know you uh, just use your phone tablet computer and film it it doesn't have to be anything special we want to explore your personality and make sure you give it lots of energy to show us the real you that's mm. it no you know, I'm technically gifted, I know the AS3000 backwards and I can, you know, none yep. of that because it's not important. The yep. reason it's not important is because we can train you and upskill you if you are the right personality. Yep, yep. So the key entry point thing is personality for us. Yeah. And I just say yep. in bold, so I, I make it really easy for them too because it's in bold. Email the video and your resume to info at rfes.com.au. Yep. If they don't do yep. that, you will be deleted. Yep. So that, yep. like, we've got the exact same process, just a different yeah. model. <laughs> yeah. Same model, yep. sorry, just a different process. And yep. it it is a game changer when you start doing this. And yet that answers all the questions we were talking about earlier of what is your communication skills like? Yeah. And where is your honesty? And what is your loyalty to who we are? Like, you, you can wean all these things out very early. And what we don't want is to not do any of this, employ the person, and then figure out one by one those morals over a six-month period. It's yeah. the worst thing that you can do for your company. Yeah. Yeah. And in this video, how much confidence will you need to do this? To film yourself, selfie video, to film yourself, you need to be confident. You need to, be, you need to know yeah. yourself to be able to do yeah. that. And when you yep. know yourself, you're quite comfortable saying, you know, they're not going to judge me for asking if I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. So yeah. someone that can film themselves and send it to someone they don't know for an application process is a confident person. And if mm -hmm. you can show that confidence in your video, then, or even just by submitting a video, then, yep. you know, it's, it's showing us that you're going to be able to list, you're going to be able to speak up when you need to. Yeah, and yeah, and so, it's accountability again. You're setting them a task for yep. something to do, and and even if someone, let's say, um, there, there was someone that didn't have the portal set up like you've got, and then maybe they're a sole trader and they don't have the ability to be able to do that, at least set the task of the same questions that you've just asked them that you've asked them to do a video of themselves. At least send them a click here to a link, and and they have to fill three questions out and actually. I want two sentences on this question, you know, yep. like yeah. get, get, give them some accountability, give them something to do. And it, and it just, it weans out anyone that you don't want working for you and you don't even need oh. to do anything. Yeah. It automate that process. That's yep. Yep. the biggest time consumer. If you're getting hundreds of resumes and you've got to scan through and see, is this yep. person right for me? First thing you need to know is can they follow instructions yep. and the second thing you need to know is, are they confident enough to ask for help? Yeah. So yeah. that's what we try and do on these two processes. Then once they submit that, 
you know, you watch this video, you got to start doing it, Shane, because it's you watch the video and yep. you go, yep. whoa, that person yep. I gel with. Like, all right, let's yep. call them up. And yeah, then you definitely. catch up with them. And like you were saying, um, those questions that you ask your interviewees, mm-hmm. you, you ask them about their life and all that sort of stuff. Yep. We use a bit of a quirky uh, question. They sit down with me and the first question I got asked is, what would you do if you won a million dollars? And it's the first question I ask, and I just, I just, yeah, that I, I don't say anything, and they, they go, yep. you know, they're yep. either going to go, you know, what I'll probably buy off my, I'll pay off some of the best answers I've got is, I'd pay off my mum's house, and um, I'd probably put the rest into an investment property, you know, yep. I know that person's got their stuff together and they care about family, yeah, versus yep. you know, I'd probably buy a Ferrari, and uh, you know, five hundred thousand dollar Ferrari, and then. And a you know, trip around and the world. Trip around the world. It's like, okay, yeah, you're ready to yeah. go. You're ready to leave and go around the world whenever you get yeah. a chance. Yeah. So yeah. it really tells, that first question really tells me, what does this person value? Yeah. So yeah. I want to know what their motives are for working. Like, what are they earning money for? What's the reason? Yeah. So that, yeah. that straight away, they, yeah. I know if whether or not money is important to them or if family is important Correct. to them or if materialistic things are important to them from that one question. The yep. next thing I ask is, t- tell me about an experience where you've helped a friend in need. Yep. And they'll talk about how they've gone out of their way to help a friend or a family member. Yep. Yep. Um, and that shows me how empathetic and compassionate they are towards other people and how willing they are to be yep. a team player um, and yep. do things on their own time. Uh, whether, and that, that says, is this person a selfish person or a selfless person? Yep. So yep. that's another question we ask. Yep. Uh, and then we do have a bunch of other questions that we ask specifically after we go, all right, just tell me the process. You've, you've rocked up to a house and they've lost power on the lighting circuit. Yep. What is, and the RCD's tripped and when you try and put it up, it trips down. What is your process that you follow to find the fault? Yep. yep. And they have to say the process. In the right order, obviously, you know. I'll yeah. turn, I'll turn the breakers off, and then I'll pull everything out and of the power points when it's a lighting fault, and then yeah. I'll try and reset it. And if it doesn't trip, I'd call the manager and say I can't find it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but you yeah. know straight away if someone knows how to find and do an RCD fault, you know. Correct. And yeah, and, yeah. But you're breaking down those barriers early, aren't you? It's the mm. same theme. It, it, you. Um, one of the best things I like about what you what you're asking there um, is that it it immediately throws a bit of a random situation into the into the conversation, you know, and and they haven't preempted what they're going to say to your question, you know, yeah. like if you're asking them all the run of the mill questions, then they're going to answer with run of the mill answers, you know. Yeah. So ask a question that does throw a curveball in into the mix, and one question similar to that that what I ask is what made you become an electrician? Oh, yeah, like, that's a good one. Yeah. How? Why? Who? You'll learn from that answer that mm-hmm. oh my dad pushed me into doing a trade, or I fell into it, or um. Whatever it may be. I'm passionate You're, about electrical circuits. Yeah. Well, there you go. Like, yeah, yeah. I dream about circuit breakers and just one day just, I had a call. <laughs> so, but you'll learn, you know, it, it, but again, it's just throwing a bit of an obscure question into a, a, a formal 
situation, you know, yeah. and, and, and it immediately gets you to a point where you can read the person and how they answer a question and communicate. Um, you want to put them in out of their comfort zone. Just, just that little bit. Um, I'm not against doing um, interviews on site, you know, outside a site. Yeah. At, at the back of your ute, you know, meet me here. Yeah. And we have an interview. Maybe down if this got dark alleyway somewhere. at 12 yeah. p.m. <laughs> if, if you've done your phone interview, why not say, okay, meet me. I've got to go and visit this site on this day. Meet me at this job site um, and we can have a chat. There's a park over the road. We can have a chat and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And Walk interview. through the job. Yeah. Again, just put them out of their comfort zone a little bit and get, get that early, you know. Yeah. I think it's super important. Cool. Um, hmm. Bonus points if you call the employer up on the way to the job or the interview and say, hey, do you want a coffee? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. I'll make sure I bring you a coffee. What do you drink? Um, <laughs> but it works. Yeah. <laughs> Shows yeah, that you can. Mate, it, yeah, it's just stepping outside the, the, the box just a little bit. And for the employees that are looking to go for a job interview with someone, make yourself a little bit different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, make yourself just that little bit different. How do you stand out from the crowd? Mm. what have you got yeah, to definitely. give to that company and make sure as an employee yeah. that you are researching the companies you're applying for to see if they align with your values and beliefs see if that yeah. I want to work for this company because that I guarantee that employer wants you to want to work for them yeah. and if you go yeah. and work for them and you're like I don't even want to be here yeah it just creates a bad situation it, yeah. it makes it hard at home it just you know causes lots of problems um, yep. For everyone. So if you just take the time as an, you know, bad employers shouldn't get good employees. So you've got to take the time to research the employer and the company that you're going to work for and go, is this company up to my standard? Believe in yourself, have confidence and, and know that you're worth working for a good company. And if you're not skilled enough, that's not a reason to not apply for a, a high-end company. That's more reason to apply for that company because you're going to be pulled up with the right personality to the yeah. higher level, and that's when you're going to grow really fast as an employee. Yeah, yeah. You have and, to be a good communicator. You, again, you and I haven't really even spoken about what the level of experience is within a certain area um, as them as a tradesperson in the electrical industry. We're talking all things that are characteristics of the human, yeah. you know, yeah. of the person that you've got yeah. coming to work for you. Uh, my expectation of them still is that that they are going to be a good tradesman and they're going to know what they are doing and that they, if they've done their apprenticeship and they're three or four years out of their time, there's every chance that they should know how to do 80% of what we do as electricians and they should. You know, we're relying upon the fact that if they've got their license, they've gone through the processes to pass their apprenticeship and you've got to trust that that they yep. have done that. But yeah. if they're 10 years out of their time, you would expect that they should know how to re replace, you know, a contact or how to shut down a board, how to do all these things. Yep. It's like, you know, it's almost like a silly question to say, do you know how to do a two-way switch or, you know, like these these questions, it's like you should know this sort of stuff. But don't assume, like in the, no, in the no, interview process, don't assume because... But yeah. I ask them a question like, what area do you feel you need improvement in? Yeah, and that's a good one. Th that's a curveball question for him too. You're looking for a bit of honesty. Tell me. 
you know? And yeah. this, this the guy, again, coming back to that guy that I employed recently, he said to me, look, my data experience isn't through the roof. I've done yeah. a fair bit of it, but I, I need to do more on a cabinet end and I need to do more testing and fault finding within that area, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That honesty, immediately, that's a tick of the box for me. I don't look at it as a negative, he doesn't know it. I look at it as that's a positive, he just told me the truth. Yeah, and, absolutely, and, it is. And I know yeah. who I'm working with, you know, mm. that, that I'd much rather work with that person that's going to tell me the truth, you know? Yeah, cool. Um, All right. What I was well, talking about there before, we, yeah, go on. You're no, right. you go. I was just going to go into the process of how someone can set this up for themselves. But yep. did you have something to say before we go into that? Yeah, I was just going to talk about the, the, the success that I've had with Facebook um, advertising like what you're talking about in in constantly out there looking for a tradesman even if I'm not looking for a tradesman. Yeah, consistent and, hiring. Consistent hiring, consistent interviewing. And, yep. and when we put an ad out on Facebook now, our social media presence with people and because I've built a bit of a you know, a friend following or fan following of actual tradies that have applied for a job in the past, there I get them to make sure that I try and get them to jump onto our Facebook page and like it so that when we put an ad up, they those people are the ones that you want looking at it straight yeah. away. Yeah. Um, so when we put an ad out now, I haven't put an ad on Seek um, in about two years. So I haven't need I haven't needed to and our last five people that we've employed through social media I have all come through social media and yeah. through people that have forwarded it on to someone else. And yeah. that success rate is just, it's, it's huge in farming all the time for who you're looking for. And then when you know you need someone, you've got a bit of a database of 10 people at least that I know that these are the ones I'd want working for me because I've been through the process and they passed. Yeah, It's just that they just missed out by, you know, this other guy that pit them at the post or whatever it may be. Yeah. So be constantly hiring and constantly interviewing because it makes it so much easier when you do need someone quick that you can call those 10 people first before yeah. you do anything. Just see yeah. what they're up to. Awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's actually the first step that we're going to talk about. So first step is consistent hiring. So make sure you're consistently hiring and not react. So that's proactive hiring as well and not reactively hiring. Oh, my God, we're, we've just scored this huge job let's now start looking for work. That's the first mm. thing. So you consistently hire, put them in a short list, keep them ready to go when you're ready, and then that yep. way you've got the best people for the job. So that's step number one. Thanks for sharing that bit. Mm -hmm. um, so the second bit, which we both have in common as well, is create a challenge so, or an expectation of, and it doesn't have to be a video, and it, it could, like Shane said, it could just be a bunch of questions that you want them to answer. And if they don't answer it, be a hardcore and delete their email because they're not following instructions. Be a hardcore. Delete. Yeah. It's fun. Just get, yeah. <laughs> just get, just don't give like, don't go, oh, no, they, they might have just missed that little part because yeah. that's the exact point. This is so important. <laughs> like if they've missed yeah. that bit, then the, then the first impressions count. That is their yeah. first impression. Yep. Yep. For in employees listening to that, research. Make sure you read the whole application. Look for those challenges and go above and beyond. So, you know, they might ask, um, please answer these five questions. What would happen if you submitted a video answering those five questions? 
They yeah. just were expecting an email with everyone else will just send an email. Probably 90% yep. of the people will send their resume and no answers to the question. Yep. The other, you know, 9% uh, would send their answers to their questions and then you send a video answering all the questions. You know, there's, there's ways to go above and beyond or even stop into yep. their workshop. If you, you've researched, you really want to work for this company, you get rewarded for going and doing something different. So think yep. how you can do that. 100%. So set your challenges. If they don't do it, delete it. Um, once they apply in the interview process, learn about their personality over skill set. So, and employers will already know this, but employees, you need to go in demonstrating who you are as a person, not how good you are as an electrician. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter how good you are as an electrician. If you're not a good person, there's going to be problems when you start with that company. And make sure yep. you ask yourself, could I be friends with this person? Because that's really yep. important as well. If, like you said, Shane, if you're calling them a couple of times a day, you want to be enjoying that phone call, not, yeah. oh, no, I have to call them again. Yeah. And yet also, yeah. as an employee, you want to feel comfortable that that employer will be receptive to your calls. You want to be open and say, hey, call me whenever you need me and I won't judge you because yeah. there's nothing worse than someone calls up for help. You should know this. Yeah. Get back yeah. out there and do your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should know and it. this is ah! this, yeah, this info that we're that we're trying to give away and and put out there right now, especially for the for the successful sole trader, the guy that has got an apprentice working with him now, and they're just flat out busy, and he's about to grow to another guy, or mm. if they've got two guys and they're about to go to a third guy, I find I found that um, that when you've got four guys sort of working for you from four to eight is probably the biggest learning experience time that mm. you can ever have with hiring people and because you've never done it before you've yep. just been a tradie in the past and yeah. you've never had to handle anything HR so what we're trying to put together is not just our experiences over the last 10 years it's ours plus everything everyone else that we talk to in the industry yeah. that have been in the industry for 20 years, 30 years, and they yep. all say exactly the same thing. It, we Thousands all of hours, same, of, uh, yeah. years in the industry same, worth of same. contribution. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to put that out there, mate, that it's the the guy that is running around like a chook with his head cut off at the moment and doing his, his invoicing at 11 o'clock at night right now. Yep. He's growing, he's really busy and et cetera, et cetera. Um, really listen to what we're trying to stay right yep. now and hire on these qualities. Yeah. The, those sole traders, guys, if you hire the wrong person early, especially if it's your first tradesman and you hire the wrong person, yep. it's going to scare you out of growing. And it's not yep. because you're not worthy of growing. You are worthy. You can yep. do it. You just need to make sure you've got the right support from the electricians that you hire. Yep. And so hopefully what we've taught today and shared with you is going to help you have a process so that you do get the right person working for you yep. and uh, hopefully lift the bar of the electricians that are applying because everyone else is lifting the bar. So that's all we want yep. to see is the, yep. the industry yep. have a better understanding yep. of this and especially electrical workers because if we as employers get more resumes that are outstanding and more people that are you know, studying communication and uh, customer service and 
you know, being a good person yeah. over their skills, that's a win for the industry. Really is. Yeah, yeah. really so is, make, mate. Yeah, make sure you, as a sole trader, make sure you hire the right person. It's, you, you probably hear this, it's almost cliche, but how do you do it? Well, that's what we just talked about. Um, and because it will be devastating on you if you don't. It's almost, even if you got, like you said, Shane, four people working for you, if you put one that doesn't fit your culture, then that's 25% of your team. And it's yeah. gonna pull down quickly, really, really quickly. Yeah. And the thing is, the, the, the reason why you are so busy as a sole trader with one or two guys working for you, or especially just one with, your, with, a, with an apprentice or something, is that your 40 people or to 100 people that you've got as a client database, right, they're used to seeing you. Yeah, and, and, amazing, you are, and you're probably amazing as well. And you're you amazing. Do. You're yeah. the best salesperson, you're the best sparky, you're the best everything to yeah. your company, and you should be. Um, but then you go and put that person on and they're used to seeing your face every day, but you want to really um, you know, manipulate that new person into your company to, to be able to say, this guy's really good, he'll be just as good as me. So yeah. you really need to have a high standard on what you're doing in hiring these people so that you've got the confidence to say, I'm going to send them to um, you know, my top tier client knowing that he's going to treat them exactly the same way as I would. And yeah. um, going through all these processes and not concentrating on how good they are at you know, the electrical side of things, which is still important. We're just not focusing on that at the moment. Yeah, Them as a human is more important, as a sole trader especially. Mm. Definitely. Mm. Awesome. Just to recap quickly, so we've got electrical workers, focus on personality and communication in the interview process. And if you're working for someone at the moment, start calling your employer or your manager more often just to ask for help or how you can help. And also contribute if you, if you, if you don't feel like something's working properly, don't hide behind it and just be disgruntled at it. Talk yep. to your manager or your boss and say, hey, I don't think this is working as, as good as it could be. Uh, you get so many brownie points for doing that. You're not gonna be like, hey, shut up, it's my company. Like you're gonna get, thanks for letting me know because as managers yep. and directors of businesses, you don't know that there's a problem until the electrician says something. Yep. And when you've got a whole team of electricians that don't say anything about their, their, their steps at work or their process that they're going through, then it drives them downhill. So that's yep. really important as an electrical worker and that's something that you can start doing today. Just put it in your calendar as a reminder each week just to call your manager or your boss outside of what you're doing every day and say, hey, I'm really liking this at the moment, or I'm, yeah. I don't think yeah. this is working at the moment. You'll get so many bonus yeah. points for doing that. It's just basic human yeah. kindness and like thinking, oh, how can I help this business grow? And if you can yeah. display that trait to your employer, they'll love you. I mean love, L-O-V-E, love. Yeah, I guarantee <laughs> you they will not want to lose you. So if you're asking yeah. the right questions and, and um, even just down to simple things like, oh, hey, and I've had this before, the vans are making a funny noise or I go to drive the van and I go, what? why is this van making such a humming noise in the diff? Sounds shocking. And then I ask the guy and, he, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's funny. It only does it in fifth gear. And I go, well, how long has that been happening? Oh, the whole time I've had it and he's oh, had it man. for seven or eight months or, you know, yeah. six months or whatever. And you just go like talk about these things and talk mm. about the fact that, 
you know, the van's got an issue with it or this happened on site today or the client wants to get more work done. They spoke to yep. me about wanting to get more work done or a switchboard upgrade done. You might want to give them a call. All those yeah. sorts of things that make you different mean that yep. you're going to keep your job longer. And especially yep. for those other guys that are working on a big job site and they've got 50 or 60 people that are working on that job site, that job's going to end at some stage and there will be a culling process at that at some stage. So make yourself stand out by, you know, making lists of things that you need for the job or communicating that, hey, we need more of this up on that level so that we can get this done to finish the actual job, you know, for the rest of the week or communicating to the superior makes them go, okay, well, who are we going to let go on this job when the job ends? He's, you know, they don't even know your name when there's 60 people working on a job site. I've been there. Mm. The supervisor or the foreman would not even know the name of 30 of them. Yep. You know, he only knows the ones that are really helping and might be running a level, you know, yep. or they're in, they're in charge of all rough in on that level or whatever. Yep. You know, they're the ones that are really valuable to the company. So this isn't just small sole trader stuff. This is what can you do in a bigger position, in a bigger company, yeah. you might be looking to be a, a leading hand or a foreman, you know? Yeah, there's a reason why those people are in charge of that level as well. It's because it's, they, they communicate what's happening to the boss. So if you can demonstrate that early, yeah. you win. You win. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's how yeah. you do it. And those guys aren't even on the tools doing any electrical work, period. Their whole mm. job is to communicate and make the job happen. Yeah, if you want to get paid more, be a better communicator. And so it doesn't even matter if they're a good sparky or not because they're not even in control of anything. They're in control of organizing the job, you know? Yeah. And that comes yep. down to communication. So it's yep. all, you know, it goes on every level is what I'm trying to get across. Cool. Um, sole traders. So with sole traders, important. I know you guys are so good at what you do. You're out there. You're wanting to grow. You're good at, you're already good at doing your electrical work. You're learning fast. You're good communicators, you know, you're good on the job, but when you start to hire people, they're going to make or break you. So hire mm. people like you, mm. hire people that you would think are your friend, could be yep. a friend, yep. Yep. people that have good personality and are willing to learn. That it's, Here I didn't say anything about skill because yep. skill can come later and you can take a little bit of time to train someone in skill, and I mean a little bit, or you can sign them up to the academy and I'll do it for you. But, you know, there's... It's just that's how you that's how you do it, and um, yep. so making sure you get the right personality, willingness to learn for sole traders, and for electrical employers, get a solid process in place like this. Yeah, I reg like constantly advertise for your new electricians that are going to join your team, even your yep. admin. If you're planning, oh, we're going to need in the next year a, a good admin person, start advertising now for it. Be ready for it. Good point, mate. That's exactly what I was about to say as well is your admin team as well. Like it flows across into whoever's working in the office to organize yep. these things, even be it that you've got a bookkeeper for two days a week. Um, like that person needs to know your company culture, your morals, yep. your communication level, everything that person really needs to know. This is what I expect from you if I'm, if I'm going to use you to subcontract me. And, you know, again, as if you've got a subcontractor that's helping you. It might be another Sparky or it might be a concrete cutter or a, um, 
you know, any other contractor that you need. Yeah. They need to know yeah. what your level of expectancy is. And if you don't set a precedent that is good and how you want it early, that first impression is exactly what they'll give you every single time. Yep. You know? Absolutely. So um, even it goes across. Even clients, same yep. thing. Interview clients. Yep. Yeah. Wholesalers, everyone. Anyone Whole you sellers, work with. I, I need same it. Thing. I need it. You know, you've got to got to have the ability to communicate not just verbally but via email um you know paper like the guys that come back to me and say i need this for the van i need that for the van and they're trying to think what else do i need for the van um and it's like how do you possibly how do you possibly expect that you're going to remember everything that you need for your van like make a list and then just email me the list and then it's done you know it's these things are so simple, but um, as an employer, if you're not driving and driving that and setting the bar for this is what I expect, guys, then it will be wherever it it lands. Yeah. Basically, yeah. some guys will be good, some guys won't. And there's nothing worse than the guy's been on a job and they, and they ring you and say, oh, look, I need some more mounting blocks because I'm out of mounting blocks. I ran out three days ago. So, like, oh. you know. Yeah, and I need them today. <laughs> yeah. I need them yeah. like right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm up to yeah. the mounting block part, and uh, yeah. I don't have them. Yeah. I needed them yeah. three days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's I'm be, digressing uh, slightly, mate, but it's yeah, relevant. no, that's right. So it's all relevant, yeah. So and then so once you once you do the process, you're hiring hiring regularly for employers. Make sure that you are setting a challenge, and if they don't follow it when they apply, delete it. Challenge, don't follow, delete. Simple yep. as that. That's going to cut your time in, you know, it's going to, if you're doing it all the time, it's going to be a lot of resumes coming through, so make sure you're culling them like that. And yeah. then when you interview them, interview with questions that will identify what their motives are and who they are as a person over skill set. You yep. might want to throw in one, like the RCD fault question that we had. One question just to see if they can visually interpret a situation and complete it. Or yep. you just ask them, what's your expertise? Oh, I'm expert in motors. All right, well, tell me how you would, if you've got a fault and it's tripped the breaker, how do you fault find that? Yep. And they should be able to tell you step by step how they break it up from the isolated to the switch and cut it all up and find it with the insulation yep. resistance yep. tester. Yep. Should be able to do that without a hitch, you know? Yep. So, or real, real life examples of what, like, look at what jobs you've done in the last week and yeah. um, like look at that and go, what was the problem we had in the last week? I'll pick out a problem and go, this is an example of a job we did this week and this was the problem. How would you deal with that problem? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, throw that's a, good. Throw, throw a curveball at them and just Real. pick something. that Because if you've had a week and you haven't had a problem, then you need more work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, <laughs> there's just problems that happen every day, you know, and yeah. it's how we approach those problems as a team that fixes it, you know, mm. and, and you can't, as an, as, an, as an owner of a company, can't be doing it all. Um, it's mm-hmm. just not, not right. But you mentioned just there as well, mate, that challenge, don't follow, delete, and replicate that for when they've actually started with you. Just because they've started with you doesn't mean that they're the holy grail. So do mm-hmm. the same thing. Challenge, don't follow, delete. Yeah, probation Get, in your contract. Make sure you have it. Totally, totally. And, you, and if you're they, free to... To let go in the first three six months, make sure, you know, 100%. if it's not not working, I don't need yep. to give a reason. It's just not working. Yep. Yep. Put, put it in the contract. Have it there, it. and then 
challenge, don't follow, delete, and do exactly the same thing for when they're actually working for you, but get rid of them before it starts to become cancerous within your company because that precedent is what you're setting and the rest Mm -hmm. of the team get dragged down to that level. They don't, he doesn't get dragged up. If he doesn't want to go up, then he'll sit there and the rest of the team will just fall back to there. It'll get easy for everyone. It just just happens, guaranteed. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Cool. Mm. All right. Well, guys, this is for the industry. This podcast is free. It's out there. If you enjoyed this and you think it's valuable and you want to help lift the standard in the industry across the board, electrical workers, sole traders, employers, please go to our Facebook page, Electrician Success Academy, and share this video uh, link, which I'll put on the page there. Share it around. um, Send it to any friends or employees or anything that's going to... Hopefully, we've covered everything, which really gives uh, uh, educational sense and steps to follow uh, from here. So. And thank you so much, Shane, for uh, joining us again. Really appreciate it. Mate, and, thanks. Um, thank you very much. And thank you I'm sure for we'll talk again you know, in the, future. the opportunity. Yeah, I really appreciate it, mate. And uh, I, I think it's all about just all of us moving forward in quality and, and, and having all of our companies grow on all levels. So, yeah. mate, I think it's great what you're doing and uh, keep it up. We should, uh, we should all be talking about these sorts of things more so we learn off each other. Yeah, for sure. Great. All right, thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Cool. Thanks, man. See ya. See you, mate. Bye.